This is Houston, and let's get drunk with horror. Hey guys, I hope you guys are having a stellar day. I'm super excited about today's episode because I have guests. These are my first guests and I'm incredibly excited to get them on here. It has been a long work in process, so let's get to it. I would love to introduce podcast hosts and best friends of mine, Deidre and Chelsea from A Million Murders. What's up guys? Hi! How are you guys doing today? Good. Are you How guys, are you? Oh, you know, I'm getting by managing. <laughs> yeah. Very excited about this. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going exciting. to be so much fun. So I guess that we can go ahead and talk about what we're going to do. You guys know. Let's tell the people at home. We are actually going to be doing a movie review for Halloween 2018. They watched the movie. I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. You guys ready to chat about this? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's going to be so much fun. So I do just want to go ahead and kind of talk about the movie a little bit, and then we'll get right into it. Halloween 2018 was actually directed by David Gordon Green. It's a Bloomhouse production, which I know that people teeter back and forth about. Right. I more so often love Bloomhouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like nitty gritty Mm -hmm. and disgusting. And I just, I love that shit. You have to have gore. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. So we don't want fairies walking around, you know. No. I will leave right now. <laughs> just getting up. If you don't want me here, Chelsea, just tell me. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. I got there. I did actually find out that one of the writers for this is um Danny McBride. I know. How <laughs> insane was that? I was like, not that Danny McBride. That Danny McBride. That, that Danny, Danny McBride. McBride. I was like are you fucking me right now? There is no fucking way that this is Danny McBride. I was complete and utter shock when I saw that I, he was on it. No, I know. And then when I went back and watched, I was like, oh, that penis joke makes sense now. Yeah. I'm like, okay, there he was. <laughs> he slides it in just a little bit. Like, I right at the The penis to the joke. <laughs> Sliding right on in. Oh my, God. oh my God. Oh my God. This is super fun because uh, Deidre and Chelsea's podcast is actually clean. Yeah, so. yes, squeaky. Yeah, squeak, so squeaky clean. What do you? I say crap, and I feel bad. No. So don't listen to this one while you're cleaning the church, Becky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Aaron. not even gonna know. She's not even gonna know about it. Can't say it. Can't tell it. Um. So aside from the brilliant mind of Danny McBride being in here, we also yeah. have a badass cast. First off, anything with Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Whoever you want to say, she is the scream mm-hmm. queen. Yeah, and that's not shade on anybody else she just she originated the role yeah you know what i yeah. like about her as an actor she's hot a lot of <laughs> a lot of actors like to look younger she don't give a she's like no i just i want to be me that's what i look like that's how i am i think yeah. she dyed her hair gray before she was gray like do she you probably know, did because then she, she was yeah. like i'm going ahead and going it, it on through a it. trend so she probably did. Because, like, she's... She probably started the trend. Right. The yeah. short hair. Like, when she had the short gray hair and she was doing, what, Activia commercials? Yes. Yeah. Come on, Activia. Come on, Activia. Not sponsored, but... Not, yeah, yeah, we... <laughs> no ads. But, yeah, no, she just... 
she's hot for her age. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's fabulous. And she did have some plastic surgery in the beginning because somebody told her her eyes were too puffy. Which if you look back at like 1978, like she does have like a very young, like puffy little face and she has like little puffs under her eyes. And so somebody told her that and she went and got it done. And she was like, it just wasn't for me. And so after that, she's been like, no, I'm not doing plastic surgery. I'm aging gracefully and is like, Mm -hmm. she's everything. She's She's embracing her looks for sure. Literally the original screen queen, the original badass, the original MILF. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm here for it. (laughs) We love you, Jamie Lee. (laughs) Yes. Um, We also have Judy Greer. Yeah, I love, love Judy Greer. Yes. I feel like she's very underappreciated. She is. And yeah. she's been in like a lot of yeah. A-list movies. Yeah. yeah. Jawbreaker. 13 say. going on 30. Uh-huh. I mean, and she's a good character actress. Like, she's right. very versatile. Right. Like, she can play the mean, bitchy girl, or she can play sweet, nurturing mom, or she, you know, like, she can be mm-hmm. anything. And while the movie wasn't great, she also played the teacher from Carrie and lived, which is what should have yeah. happened to that teacher to begin with. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That teacher. Oh God. So we love we love Judy, and Judy is playing none other than Karen, which is Laurie Strode or Jamie Lee character's daughter, which is like perfect. Yes. Um, I'm there's I've got no qualms with her being in this movie. She fits it well, other than one part. I do have. A small acting note, Judy. Don't hate me. I love you. <laughs> but um, we also have part of the three generation of women. We have Andy Matichak, who is playing Allison, which is the daughter of Karen, Judy right. Greer's character. And this is kind of like, she. this is like her first like really big role. Yeah, this her is, breakout yeah. role. Yeah, And she does it well. Yeah. It's one of those things where the let's face it this will probably be the end this trilogy will probably be the end of halloween yeah which is like sad but like also time yeah yeah but if they were to carry it on they could carry it on with 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 her yeah allison and and she would do well yeah i think she would um just a few other people will patton's in this one nick castle's in it um virginia gardner uh james judd courtney so there's a lot of people in here and i think Overall, a lot of the actors and actresses in this movie, stunning. Yeah, like, yeah. Really, top yeah. notch. I mean, Will Patton. I mean, remember the Titans. <laughs> I love how they got two Myers. Yeah, yeah. Players in. Yeah, that's neat. One of Nick, them was in Skeleton Slayer. Skeleton Slayer. Yeah. Oh, really? Scott's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two years ago. I can't yes. remember which one it was. I don't think it was James or Nick, but they had somebody like they'll just like kind of bring in people. The, right. One of the one Michaels. That, one, well, yeah, one of the Michaels. Well, we have that local, like, film company. Oh. Yeah, Big Biting Pigs. My One of my friends, it's his uncle, who is, like, one of the two founders of it. Huh. But one of their films, they got the second guy to play Leatherface to come in for one of their movies. Ooh. And play wow. a role. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, how how do you even get these connections yeah. in our area? Yeah. Right. No clue. No Madisonville and Scottsville, like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so. They pulling them in, though. But the cast is good. Halloween's a great series. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, we know that we're in for a good movie. Yeah. I thoroughly like the movie. Mm-hmm. I do too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, which I love a good scary movie. I mean. Yeah. I don't really like them. scary Because <laughs> it takes a while. It takes, it's, I don't know. It's hard to scare me, like, watching movies. But they're good. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's the thrill. Even though I don't get, like, ah, like. 
it's good. Yeah, I get, ah, uh, like, like, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Come after me and stab me, Becky, daddy. please don't listen to this. <laughs> no, she's never going to know. I didn't even tell her the name of it. I was like, Houston's I just realized who Becky is. I was like, Miss Becky. when you said that at first, I was like, or Karen. I thought you were just being funny. My mother. She was, uh, she was my daycare teacher. Oh, she was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in daycare together. So, holla. In the daycare. <laughs> But, um, so let's go ahead and kind of discuss the movie. I'm excited. Yes. Like, just commentary is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. So we'll just talk through the movie. Chime in when you guys feel like it. Okay. So the movie starts out at the Smith's Grove Sanitarium, which we know is where Mr. Michael Myers himself is at. Mm-hmm. And it actually follows two podcasters. Yes. Um, Aaron and Dana coming in felt attacked right away because they're meant <laughs> yeah. to be unlikable characters and they do well. Yeah, <laughs> so, they, yeah, they they do it well. Yeah. Okay. They we we both have true crime podcasts and we're not all that abrasive. No. Like it's intense, yeah. <laughs> so please yeah. don't come for us. <laughs> yeah, it like brought it into the new century. It was like. Or not the new century. Well, I mean, well, we did start a new century. A di- we're from a different <laughs> century. Yeah, I was like, no, yes. I'm like, actually. But yeah, like, it just brought it into the new era. It's like, okay, now there's podcasters. Like, of course we would be covering this. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, would I go to see him? Hell no. <laughs> but, but I'm going to be on my computer, like, typing away, trying to figure out shit. And, like, right. and they, talk about this. And they actually do a really good job, too, of, like, making it seem that a lot of podcasters are obsessed with like the disgusting aspects of it yeah like they do a good job of making it seem like they're fantasizing about the crimes Mm -hmm. which i don't really fantasize about them no and i think that they're important to tell which i like to do but it just i however i do think that there are people out there that are like so obsessed (laughs) so we've got these two gnarly podcasters who are not really fun they're very intense they're actually being shown around by dr certain and he's the character which we learn Uh uh (laughs) he is he is a special piece of work um he actually takes them out to i would actually like to commend the shot because it's very nice it Mm -hmm. it's set up to where it's like still a white room you know like the the four white walls big Mm -hmm. white room but it's like outside yeah, it almost like, looks like a courtyard like yeah. you see in like a prison courtyard mm-hmm. and they have these squares that they're in which is it's yeah, looking it, at the views it's so nice yeah mm-hmm. it's yeah it's very aesthetically pleasing like, i'm all about it. It, it it makes it mute it, it kind of like mutes out everything so that the things that you need to focus on you can focus, focus on, on it yeah yeah and it's great because it's showing you this like wide shot all this stuff that you could look at but because of how muted it is, it really still brings it in. It's yeah. very nice. Like, I just, I'm like, oh, this is yard time in the yeah. middle of the yard time. Yeah. Right. It, they did their job. But <laughs> it, it's it's a very nice scene to start out with. Got some notes here. I would like to say Aaron is a dick. That was one of my notes. <laughs> Aaron is a dick. Aaron was <laughs> a dog yeah. cat. Uh, no. <laughs> dick Aaron. or Aaron? <laughs> Aaron was playing with fire. I was like. He He's pulled just out that him. mask. I was like, you, you know what this man did. Right. And you, first off. The, the audacity. Like, how did you get that mask, bro? Yeah, from the attorney general. Uh, uh, a friend of, 
yeah from who's the fucking general? that attorney general yeah no he he him obviously <laughs> Aaron. Him, yeah he was like i'll slob on your knob if i can just get this mask i got shit to do like it's no the juice. Oh my God. <laughs> i absolutely hate it's that too. it's it's just uh. Ooh, but no it, i'm just like first off that's not feasible you did not get that fucking mask but number two what kind of power does that mask have yeah because i know he pulled that mask out and all of his homie inmates were like yeah no flipping the stress that's what i wrote i was like the stress i felt in the theater when all the patients started yelling and carrying on and then he's like yelling at him to look at the mask. I was like, this is too much. Right. If I was in that saying, I would have probably went into a cardiac arrest. Yeah, I'm in the background, I... like seizing, like <laughs> overstimulation to the, the fullest yes, extent. Yes, yes. Like, there is no way the patience that Mr. Myers has mm -hmm. because I could never. Yeah, like, well, that no. bitch did. She didn't fucking. Ooh. Oh my God. But yeah, so I mean, everybody is just like acting crazy. There is, he's like yelling at him with this mask. Zero reaction from Michael. Yeah. yeah. Good on him. Um, <laughs> yeah. For now. You know, like, he's right? like, mm -hmm. don't react. That's, that's fantastic, <laughs> you know. And overall, I just, I really enjoyed that scene. I, yes. Mm -hmm. It made me uneasy mm -hmm. with like minimal effort. Yeah. <laughs> Just minimal set design, was... minimal costuming. Yeah, they're just like everyone just start yelling, and then we'll just hit the chorus. Like. That was the cheapest, most effective scene. Yes, actually, we've got some really good scenes in this. Yeah, so we're gonna continue on because there are some scenes in this movie that are just stellar. We kind of make our way over to uh, Lori Strode's house, mm -hmm. which we're all excited about. We're like, yes. let us see that bitch. I like this premise so much other than like the family ties because you would think about like what's the obsession with michael from Lori's standpoint because they're family yeah. so it would make sense that she's got some sort of tie i like the idea of no she was stalked by this guy he did emotional damage yes <laughs> emotional. <laughs> but he did emotional damage to her mm -hmm. and now she lives her life as like one of these survivalists yeah. and it shows like this property mm -hmm. that she lives on it looks like it's in the middle of like like a swamp wooded area mm -hmm. yes. like there's nothing around like she you has... would think she'd want to be like yeah near like the hospital or something <laughs> the police the police station. <laughs> yeah. She's got like floodlights everywhere. There's like barbed wire fences. Honey, guns she's on everywhere. a compound. Right. Let's call a spade a spade. It's a compound. And honestly, I would feel safe there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Lori's house. Right. Like, if anybody, no, and I'm hopping that fence and. No normal human's going to come there because they're going to think that there's about $3 million of coke being smuggled out. <laughs> right. And no villain's going to go there because they know whoever's in the house is going to fucking take care of yeah. them. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm living for this. I yes. the I guess the storyline of them being together or being siblings was cool. I really just do prefer this. Yeah. Yeah. So guess who is there? Who's there? Other than Lori. We actually followed into the scene with Aaron and Dana. Yep. These fucking podcasters really getting they work in my nerve. They show up and they they've got three thousand dollars so they can bribe Miss Lori Strode. For an interview. When Lori is like, I'll open these gates for three grand. And it was like, how does $3,000 sound? And then it was like, Meh. she was like, I got time. I got a little time. What y'all got to say? But like, you knew like in her mind, she was already prepared to like con them out of this money. 
And do you blame her? No, no absolutely she's not. She's like, these people are going to come in. They're going to try to get information out of me. I'm going to tell them information, A, they already know because my story's everywhere. Yeah. Right. B, I'm not going to open up to them about anything. And C, I'm a scary, badass bitch. Mm-hmm. They're not getting this fucking three grand back. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm going to, I'll take my payment. Thank you. <laughs> so they go in, they start asking her questions that are a little assertive. Yeah. A little aggressive. Yeah. yeah, that's aggressive. They hit some pretty harsh points about her family. And this is actually kind of where we get to learn about the dynamic of her family. Mm -hmm. Specifically the relationship with her daughter, which is not great. Yeah, not so good. And it actually takes a pretty pretty decent effect on Lori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see it. Oh, yeah. 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 It struck, they struck a nerve. I was like, oh, wow. They just really went for her personal life. And she's like, yeah, I'm a mess. Right. That's what they she's did. like, yeah, I'm a disaster. Like, what about it? And she still owned that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those situations where it's like, dude, can you, you gotta, you gotta pull back because you are so idolized about this case or yeah. you're yeah. idolizing this case so substantially yet you don't care to try to go toe-to-toe with michael myers and b to come at you know and like make her feel shitty yeah like what part of this are you obsessed about other than the crime itself which is where we kind of get into that like podcasters fantasizing in like grotesque ways Mm -hmm. of of the cases that they do yeah so it's very just unsettling we are a couple scenes in at this point and unsettling's the vibe. She's here to stay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. So Lori eventually sends on packing, but not before keeping her three grand. Okay. She said, I'll take my payment. Hand out. <laughs> Thank you. Not looking. Not, <laughs> not even making eye contact. May not been what they wanted, but bitch, I still sat down. Lori, she, Yeah, you saw my face. Mm-hmm. Right. Lori Strode could have, I would have paid her $3,000 to look at her through Just the Just to fence. look at her. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> been like, there you go, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. And the other thing is like, I would have been so pissed if someone came to me and was like, yeah, come talk to the guy who viciously attacked uh-huh. you and murdered your friends. Maybe he'll talk to you. Like, when has that ever helped anybody talking to someone who viciously attacked them? And like, why is that the theme of this movie? Because this isn't the only time this comes up. No. Come, yeah. come talk it out. Like, no, I'm not talking out shit. Are you kidding me? Have yeah. you seen the franchise? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then and they were real shitty about because they were like, they try to turn it around. They were like, let us free you from this. It's like, bitch, you weren't trying to free me of shit because you just brought up my child being taken away by social uh-huh. services. And then y'all were trying to be cute and be like, when did you get custody of her again? She's like, y'all know I didn't get custody of her ass again. Right. So get get out. Give me my three grand. And hell no, I'm not going to talk to him. Also, too, that feels like very private court cases. How the fuck they get their hands on that? But also, yeah, how the yeah, fuck they get their hands on anything that they have? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. They sketchy. Mm, not living for them. So, and it's honestly, it's not even... Dana is not likable, but it's really Aaron. Aaron is really just like... Yeah, going Aaron in. Came. Yeah. Ugh. So we end up getting to actually see Lori's family. We get to meet her daughter, Karen, played by Judy Greer. Love yes, her. Yes. And then we meet her husband, Ray, and their daughter, Allison. Cute family. This is where the penis joke comes The in. penis joke. You got better on my penis. <laughs> it's so funny. I was <laughs> like, like, that was random. And now that I know Danny McBride was a part of it, I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. hey, Danny. It's referenced in there. Not really referenced. You start to see that Allison actually has this love for her grandmother that i think judy well not judy <laughs> i think that karen has a love for Lori, 
but you can see that Allison is actually like strained into not wanting to upset her mom, but she she wants to yeah have her grandmother a part of her life yeah. which yeah. Is, I think is fair. You oh know, yeah, because she didn't suffer the trauma that her mom right. did. Right, right. So which yeah saved her ass. Yes, uh -huh. and I think that empathy comes from her. I was like, I love that they made karen a therapist yeah she oh, yeah. was like from the trauma she suffered she was like okay i'm gonna make sure that i help people and then she has that kind of empathy and she's like she needs cognitive behavioral therapy and i'm like she needs emdr like she needs <laughs> trauma focused cognitive behavioral therapy which is more intense and takes like six months to go through right like that's what she needed she okay. needed emdr she needed like reprocessing Cause that's, and everybody just acts like it's no big deal. Oh, just get over it. I feel like, here I go. I'm sorry. But like, I feel like she is gaslit. The gaslighting starts in 1978 and it's happening in 2018. And I'm like, how many times is Lori going to be gaslit? And like, she's proven right every time. Yeah. Right. Everybody's gaslighting her. Everybody's just like, just get over it. Like, no. Now with this particular one though, we don't see all the gaslighting from the second one onward because this is a different timeline right so what these people are seeing in this particular situation is an event that happened 40 years ago and nothing has happened so far so i'm not promoting the gaslighting in right. any however oh. well i just mean in the big like in the first movie whenever she sees him and she's oh yeah on the street and yeah, annie yeah. may she rest in peace is like Should now she? you're seeing people you know there's so much gaslighting in the first one because yeah. it's like they're just trying to calm her down. She's freaked out the whole beginning of this story that's in the other movie. And then the little boy, Tommy, starts freaking out. And uh -huh. so she's been so gaslit that now she's gaslighting him. She's like, there's nothing going on. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, he's really here. So I feel like in the beginning she was when this first happened. Right. And now, 40 years later, it's like, mom, just get over it. And it's like, right. no, sis, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you can't really blame her. I would just like to say... Deidre is an expert on the original Halloween right now because when we did this, she accidentally watched the original, the original. one instead of the 2018 the, version. I watched the original Three. Halloween 2 Four. and Halloween 3. Yeah. Thinking that that was what it was. So, yes, I'm very fresh on, which I've seen it a million times anyway, right. yeah. but it's real fresh. Yeah. So, I it, it is one of those things where, like, you almost kind of see where the people are coming from, specifically, like, her daughter. Her right. daughter's like, yeah. you raised me to be this way, and nothing has happened, Mom. Yeah. We get to see that, like, Lori knows Michael. It's weird. Like, they're yeah, not yeah. family in this one, but they have that connection that she knows that, like, shit's going to get stirred right back up again. And it does for mm -hmm. three movies. Yeah, yep, <laughs> again. Yeah. So, uh, because every horror movie needs some sort of teenage cast. Uh, right. And so during this time, we're starting to meet like Allison's group of friends. We have her boyfriend, Cameron. Um, we have her best friend, Vicky, and her boyfriend, Dave. Mm -hmm. And then we get to meet Oscar, who is the comical relief of the teenage group, is in this. And when I was watching it back, um, because I probably haven't seen this movie since Fear Street came out, but I noticed that he was Gary in Fear Street, um, wow. 1978. Mm -hmm. So, like, in the, the, yes. the second one where it's around the camp. This is the friend group that we will see on and off throughout the rest of the movie. We end up getting to a scene, and I love this, and at the end I'll actually talk about the references to the original that were my favorite. Mm -hmm. But we have a reference scene to where... Allison is sitting in class, kind of daydreaming. Yes. And she looks out a window 
and you'd expect to see Michael Myers, but it's Lori. Yes. And I love it. I lived. Yeah. I lived. It was fantastic. Yeah, and she goes out and starts talking to her. And at this point, which I thought it was so sweet, Lori gives the $3,000 she got from those podcasters to her for her scholar programs. Yeah. Yes. Which is like, and they kind of start talking. They get to talk about the the strained relationship with Lori and the rest of her family mm -hmm. that they never get to talk to because you know that there's always a buffer there with Karen. Like Karen's yeah. not just letting Allison go out and have like, you know, tea with grandma. Yeah. Right now. To find out, you know, and have that talk. So it's it's really nice to kind of see them get together. Have that moment. And you kind of actually start getting to see Allison not I don't want to say her hatred, but she's got like some issues yeah. with it. That you don't really see before because she's never really gotten this chance and you start kind of seeing it come out i don't want to say she's aggressive but she she says some things with like some intent you know yeah yeah and, and there's she, a little resentfulness yeah in what she's saying yeah and and so we get lori saying you know basically what she says is yes i raised her this way and if karen hates me for that that's great, but at least she's always going to be prepared. Yeah. yeah. And, mm -hmm. yeah. So, we move forward, and it's funny, in my notes, I said, Allison, her boyfriend, and her family are out for dim dim. <laughs> <laughs> so, they actually went out to celebrate, like, her scholar program, and, yes. and just to celebrate her being, like, uh, the smartest kid in the bunch. Uh, yes, the National Honor Society. She really does seem like a very good kid. Like, yeah. yeah. With a good head on her shoulders. Uh, yeah. I wish I was like a And I like yeah, that. Yeah. It, it's one of those characters that, while it's kind of a trope, mm -hmm. I like it. Because you get people like Sydney. That was Sydney. She was like the yeah. level-headed one. My girl, uh, Heather Langenkamp, which is... Nancy from oh yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah like solid kid you know and I kind of love that I love it when we get to see you know just like the more mature right friend in the friend group which yeah. she's like little Lori but not as reserved because right. now it's new age where exactly. Lori was kind of almost prudish like seemingly like they kind of portrayed that like very reserved very like i don't want to talk about ben tramer the 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 yeah. you know and she's like no i got a whole man like i got me a boyfriend but i'm also super smart and you know like very put on together. Her shoulders yes yeah she's put together more than i was in high school for sure <laughs> More than I am now. That's the <laughs> to be one. Honest with you. Well, she just had a surgery, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's actually not put together right now. <laughs> she's sewn up right now. Oh my god. She's fine, by the way, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's okay. <laughs> um so while they're there, Lori Strode crashes the party. Yes. And she crashes the party in a hot fucking I house. love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, before this, we actually saw her. She was, like, in a truck, like, drinking mini bottles. Yeah, an airplane <laughs> bottle. Like, the stress from deciding if she's gonna go through with this murder. Like, right. she's like, I'm gonna have to, like, the shaky hand, the bottle. I'm like, the, the 99 cent bottles at the liquor store at the front. Like, stress. Correct. And then, so, immediately cutting to this scene, we know. Like, the family can tell that she's not well. We know she's we not know, well. Yeah. We've we seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Like So, obviously, 
this doesn't go well necessarily no. i will say that it was kind of crazy cool like in a good way yeah. to kind of see karen in this spot because while we've seen her so far like very standoffish with her mom mm -hmm. it was this time where she was like very assertive and like mom you're a wreck but also she cared about her mom like yes. you could really it was a very back and forth with that like where yeah. you could see like i'm going to be very stern with you mother but also like i want to take care of you like she's like you know holding her hand and like patting her on the back letting her know it's okay while also being like you need aa mom yeah, <laughs> yeah like i thought you, you said you stopped drinking yeah. like yeah yeah it's very good at setting up setting her boundaries right. like we're not gonna do this but just like you know just know you let's need, chill out a little bit you need help you it's, just drank half my wine right <laughs> literally shoot such a houston move i walk up to a table i'm like guys i haven't seen you forever and i just chug some random person's <laughs> wine at that table um i'm laurie strode i do laurie strode i do wish to be a, a judy greer of <laughs> like just not even just her character in this judy greer just uh, judy greer period yes so we she ends up leaving which i'm thinking is not safe no. yeah probably shouldn't have let her go right yeah. somebody should ray could have driven her home somebody yeah. should have gotten her home yeah and then we get this monologue this is my only qualm with this movie oh okay is this monologue and it comes from none other than judy greer yeah karen's character goes into what has to be the driest monologue about her past trauma yeah. i would like to say it looked as if they were trying to play it off as like she's like recounting the trauma which right. i'm sure would cause like this almost like you're just kind of there like yeah. you become a shell for a moment uh, yeah counting everything like disassociating right yeah your body's in shock having right. to like go yeah. back there and think of all that and the whole time she's talking she's talking like this but it almost sounds less like somebody who is, and I'm not discrediting anybody if they do talk like this, if they're going through, you know, like recounting trauma. But to me, it almost seems more like somebody who is on the break of a manic episode, uh, yeah. like yeah. right before yeah. they go into like a manic episode. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think because of that and just kind of how she did it, Judy Greer is a fantastic actress. If that's what she was trying to go for, like I commend her on it. Yeah, just that particular part. It was very dry because it was just like, it. You could have told yeah. me anything. Like, I wanted butter on my toast, so I went and grabbed a butter knife and the butter, and then applied butter to my toast. And that's like that's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. So talking about like learning to shoot a gun when she was eight, learning how to fight, and it was like. What I would have liked to have seen, hit me up. I've got, I've got you guys on this movie. Okay. Um, when we remake it again in another 20 years and we have to do this. Yes. What I would have liked to have seen is for a moment as her mom drove off, she gets a look at her realizing her mom in the state that she's in and everything rushes back and we kind of just like, like start to pan in on her mm -hmm. and you can start to see her disassociate. Ooh, and it, yeah. yeah and yeah. then it immediately goes like fades into her face into the film reel of her past memories Ooh, that's what i would have loved to have seen <laughs> we're like oh yeah we're here for it we're here for it it literally it's like it just imagine like 
you see her driving off, okay? Like, the camera's mm-hmm. following her as she drives off. Because we see her drive off from the back. Yeah. yeah. What I want to see is it drive off, like, not really to the side, but, like, to the caddy corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we see her drive off, and then it shoots back and slowly goes into Judy. And that's when it starts, like, going yeah, through the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I'm then we she doesn't have to speak, which yeah. I want to hear Judy speak. Let yeah. me say that. I'm not right. saying, like, but... You know, we get to see everything mm-hmm. that they said in that because what that was was to describe what was what she went through. Right. Yeah. But literally just seeing her start to have that shift of like like her revisiting the trauma going into those small snippets that we already got anyway. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It would have been Yeah. Yeah. Shift's kiss. Yeah. Perfect though. So yes. Hit me up. I'll help you with your horror movies, yeah. I promise. <laughs> you need to be a filmmaker. Oh um Listen, between being a podcaster and a podcast producer, I don't I don't know what more I can <laughs> add to my belt. So producing three podcasts right now and recording two of them is about to take me out. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, other than that, that's my only qualm. The only mm. part that I was like, of this movie, I was like, oh, that was just like right below. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Every, this whole movie is above par. That was the only yeah. part that made it too par. Yeah. yeah. You know, we push into a new scene where we get some new characters and we're like okay what's happening you know mm-hmm. we, we love this and then we realize that and our new characters are kevin who is a young spicy boy yes. <laughs> he's, he's he's not like like kid kid but he's probably like pre-teen right at teen yeah. you yeah. know i would say somewhere between like 12 13 yeah 14 years old and um him and his father are going hunting it seems <laughs> and let me tell you what kevin doesn't like to do hunt no Mm-mm. he is uh he is not the type to go hunting actually all he cares about is dance he just wants to dance he's like trying so hard to just like let his dad down he's just like you know like i love spending time with you it was a very mature way to like the conversation was very mature. He was like, mm-hmm. I like spending time with you. He was giving all the positives and I'll do it. Like I'll, I'll go with you every weekend. But right now, like dance is just what gets me hard. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And actually I think that this scene is so important, even though it proves not to be like, it proves to be a small part of the mm-hmm. movie. But I think that that's very important to show that relationship because that's a relationship that a lot of people have, yeah. especially like it's important implied that the kid is probably part of the alphabet mafia yeah and he's got a very like from what i'm gathering a very conservative um father who is trying to straighten him out yeah yeah Yeah, man i'm up a little bit like you you want to go you want that more than hunting and fishing and right it's like yeah yeah i'm trying to get my powder beret down Uh like i'm trying to be in greece next year that's the one okay (laughs) and as a as a gay man who was taken hunting when he was a kid (laughs) which you want to know how i got out of only having to ever go on one hunting trip I was yelling at the deer when they would get close so my papa couldn't shoot them. <laughs> yeah, papa was like, never asked me to go hunting again. <laughs> so, but I, I do think that that's important. It's in the middle of a horror movie. You wouldn't think about it, but I think it's important to see that because that's, oh, yeah. that's yeah. a relationship. That's that, real life. Yeah. That's real life, for sure. Yeah. So when they get there, they end up seeing that there's like a bus flipped. Mm-hmm. And there are inmates everywhere and, yeah and i mean like from the sanitarium yeah like, yeah but yeah so these are inmates from the sanitarium walking around in their white 
and just like they're doing some of the same you know weird mannerisms that they had yeah. like in that first scene and we're like oh shit's awry yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay this is it here we go it's our chance and so the father gets out of the car under no circumstances am i getting out of that fucking no. truck no why what were what were you gonna well, do exactly there are at least from what i can see five to six inmates yeah close by whom i can see with my own two eyes or from some sort of mental facility. Yeah. Yes. Also, too, who decided to take all of those inmates plus Michael Myers on a bus? Yeah. Why was that? They, you know. I would have called nine. Well, I would just kept driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, bus flip. Inmates everywhere. They're uh-huh. crazy. Come on, get them. And I'm leaving yeah. their asses because I got a son. And all of a sudden, yeah. I think he needs to go to his dance class. Yeah, I think uh, he need, he's, we got to go get well, him some tap sheets. Well, we're right. you to dance. <laughs> so the dad gets out of the car, leaves the boy and leaves uh, like, Mr. He's Kevin. Yeah, he's like he's like stay in the truck and he doesn't come back. And so Mr. Kevin, he's like I'm a I'm a hang up my dance shoes and go save my daddy. Grabs <laughs> a fucking shotgun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or and uh he ends up like going out there. Yeah. Like on the defensive like looking around there's literally you can still see these inmates just yeah. like in different flashes. Yeah. And he gets onto the bus. And <laughs> Dr. Uh, Dr. Sertain <laughs> sits up, <laughs> spooks Kevin, and Kevin shoots his ass. I was like, well, why would you, if it's dead silent on a bus and you hear someone, why would you jump out and say, don't shoot? Like, uh-huh. why are you yeah, yelling? Down, like, don't shoot. Um... Like, hello, my name is Dr. Sertain. I'm injured. Like, I'm not, if, Cause you just don't know. Also, this is the Midwest. Yeah, I feel like he should have just been a little more aware of where he was. Like in Texas, I'm never jumping out at anybody at all. I'm not hon- like in Kentucky. In I'm Kentucky, not jumping out. Hey, I'm not no. jumping out. I ain't jumping out nowhere. Yeah, I mean honestly, I don't anywhere care if at this I'm point. I'm in Hawaii. I ain't jumping out. But I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't expecting to get shot. But no. like, he also said, "Don't shoot." So you kind of oh. knew somehow. Not sure how you knew he had a gun. Unless you saw him. But I, I mean, you know, don't mm-hmm. shoot. That was too much, pal. And yeah. I laugh every time. Honestly. On top of that, too, who do you know is coming on that bus? Yeah. Like, yeah. what I'm going to do is play dead because that could uh-huh. be Mr. Myers himself. Yeah. And Dr. Sertain, you knew exactly who Mr. Myers he was. Sure yeah, is. from the show. So, um, but we'll, we'll make it back to that. Yeah. So, Kevin's like, oh, fuck, I shot a man. Mm-hmm. Mama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so he ends up running back to the car for safety he didn't see his dad while he's out there and like he locks himself in the truck armed with a gun mm-hmm. which would have been fantastic if it wasn't for the fact that michael fucking myers was in the back seat already and you want to know what we did in halloween 2018 we said fuck them kids because he then <laughs> takes this poor little kevin's head and starts smashing it against the window until his yeah, neck like... snaps yeah and then just yeah just a snap and i was like now we didn't see gore which you know i think for that sake is fine. Yeah, also, right. it's realistic that having your head smacked like sideways like that, you wouldn't see a lot of gore and it would snap your neck. Yeah. So yeah. I think that, I mean, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Expect anything, you know? Anything. So. It felt like a mercy kill. Yeah. It was a quick kill. Yeah. You know, his dad was not as lucky. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so we move forward and we actually see Officer Hawkins, who shows up to the scene. 
and he finds everyone does. Like <laughs> he's like, everybody's just like gone. I'm late to the party. Luckily, we end up seeing in that time while he's looking at that scene, we mm-hmm. find Kevin's dad. Yeah, toe up, toe up. From- Technically, we could say his neck, his neck was also snapped. Yeah, yeah. However, it looked like his neck was snapped. It looked like his entire spinal cord was pushed up like yes you I, couldn't see it but it was like protruding while his head was like backwards yes like, like his neck is about to pop out from the skin that is disconnected from his head like it looked like he tried to pull his head off and then just yeah. was like eh, i don't want to do it and just right. left him there yeah there was uh, like his yeah his neck was 100 percent nowhere connected to that spine yeah no it's like just hanging by the skin yeah by a thread, if you will. <laughs> literally, thread. Oh, it was a vertebrae. It was Something. a weird time, but it was cool. It was a cool, a cool little, you know, yeah. moment. Yeah. So at this point, we know that Michael has officially escaped. Like we, we are clear that that has happened. Right. So we're gonna go back and we are going to see our our podcaster buddies. Yep, Dana and Aaron. We mm-hmm. love them, don't we? Mm-hmm. I actually really like this scene. This is one of like the three scenes where I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And now that we've set the scene, this is actually going to start going really smoothly. So yes, this is this is where we are. So they head to a gas station after leaving the cemetery that Judith, whom is Michael Myers's uh, little sister, mm-hmm. where she's buried. So they leave that cemetery. While they were there, we saw Michael in the background, mm-hmm. not with his mask, still in the white. Yeah, and the black lady was like, uh, yeah. who's that? Who that over there? Yeah, that's black what I'm lady. saying. Yes. And so we were like, uh, cool. So they end up going to the gas station um, because, you know, they got to get gas. And correct me if I'm wrong, Dana said she had to drop a deuce. Dana said she had to number two. She said I... something like, I have to make number two. Oh, I don't think I even heard that. I remember hearing her say, like, where's the loo? And that guy said, what? And yeah. she said, the bathroom. Like, <laughs> it, was after, <laughs> yeah, it was after they got, like, when they got out of the car right before she went in to say, or to, like, ask where the bathroom was. Oh. She was like, I gotta go make number two. You need to go to number two almost immediately. <laughs> or something like oh that. And I God. was like, girl, why? Why? Why do we have to let it be known in this movie that girls poop do? Yeah, like, well, we, we know. Right. Like, we're aware of how the body happens, but... Just, I announce, like... That's very no. uncouth of her as a Brit, I feel. The Brit that she's giving off yeah. seems like very she went posh. to boarding yeah. school. Yeah, like, yeah. she was the boarding school Brit. I feel like he m- might have, but also, like, maybe his family didn't have as much money as hers. Mm. And she just, you, you know, know... her parents are pissed that she ended up with him. Yeah, she's, they're like... <laughs> Mm, like he's from the wrong side of the track like they're, they're not about it excuse my poor british accent it's not great we can say like three words where it's solid and then that's about it yeah <laughs> so she ends up going to the bathroom the loo which mm-hmm. is like on the side you know felt like a sonic yeah <laughs> yes and um and while she's in there she gets like you know company there's somebody coming in they're just looking for an empty stall and mm-hmm. so we don't think much about it and aaron actually proceeds to go find the attendant so he can pay for the gas mm-hmm. when he finds the attendant the gas station attendant his jaw is fucking broke smashed so hard against this table that like his jaw came out and then still like concaved yes i was like what yeah I, it, like you start to realize quickly after you see old dad Mm-hmm. detached yeah like it's like 
oh, okay. This is how it's going to be. These this, are the deaths that were happening. Yeah, this this is hitting different. All right, we got that little mercy killing, and uh-huh. you think, oh, okay, it's, you know, he's going to just Which was our that. first kill. Yeah, but you're like, okay, and then it just is like, boom, no. head detached, boom, jaw, jaw. wide open. Mm-hmm. This wide is... open. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, whoa, and plenty of it, because as we learn in a minute, like, it's yeah, it's that nothing intense. in there. And so he then calmly looks around for an, another person. Yeah. No, I'm. I just walked through that door. There was nobody there. I'm. Walk, I'm running mm-hmm. right the fuck back out. Yeah. He walks through, finds the auto mechanic. Bless him. Who is now dead? Dead. D And he's unclothed. Yeah. So, Michael gets his jumpsuit. Yeah. He's like, oh, perfect. This look same color. Yeah, I love this. We cut back to the bathroom, and then we realize that the person who was looking through those stalls is none other than Michael Myers. Yes, and he actually at one point tried to like get into the stall, and she was like, "There's someone in here!" Like, <laughs> and it's like, like the fuck? Because yeah. she's like, obviously, like it's the only stall closed, right. and he kind of just is like, "All right, bitch." He like <laughs> acts like he's even gonna walk over to the other stall, and then yeah. doesn't. And then lo and behold. We get literally my favorite thing yes. that he does in this movie. Yes. He reaches over and you just see him slowly reach over the stall and Dana's there like panty around ankle. <laughs> like trying to Nick try, us down. Right. Like. Trying to <laughs> trying to make two. And <laughs> he drops a handful of fucking teeth on the ground, bloody teeth. And I was like, no, that's my yeah. favorite part. I knew from that moment. I was yes. Like, I said, oh, this yeah. is hitting different. I said, yeah. oh, that's from old dude. Yeah. They show him so quickly. It's like, I just knew his face was disfigured. Yeah. I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, okay. He got the teeth too. Yeah. Just ripped them Which, all out. You have a lot of time to do that yeah, because that's... here's the thing. We see Mr. Myers yeah. pull into the gas station. Yeah. After Dana and Aaron get there, which means while Dana goes into the bathroom and he's pumping gas, Aaron's pumping gas, he managed to get inside, kill two people, put on a jumpsuit, knock out all of his teeth, put all the teeth in his pocket, (laughs) make it in there and start stalking her before Aaron was even able to walk in and find the gas station attendant dead. Yeah. And that lady in the van, in the Jesus van is like (laughs) cutting eyes. I don't know what she saw, but in the background, you see him just going to town. He gets the one guy first. He gets the jumpsuit, the mechanic guy Uh first, and he's just going to town in the background. I said, oh, there he is killing somebody. And that lady was like, you seeing this shit? Like she was like, I ain't gonna say nothing. And Aaron's just like, peace sign. And she's like, no bitch, he's out here killing people, but we about to leave. So just thought you should know. he's like oh weird and it's so it's so i don't know it's just it's so weird too because like these are things that you don't necessarily see right at the beginning the first time i watched it i did not see michael in the background going ham yeah on that fucking mechanic. i mean literally yeah he just like wailing ooh. wailing so oh i'm about to t- <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so we end up getting to um or he ends up dropping the teeth in, which I just, I think oh, is so good. Yes. And that's, yes. Then he starts trying to get in and she's like, oh, that's probably a murder. Yeah. <laughs> and so she starts crawling under the stall. Couldn't be me because I'm fat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we talk about that on an episode. Chelsea was like, not me. Well, I was like, yes, you can. But I did get, I did fit through a uh, truck window whenever I was in a wreck. So I was like, huh. We thought I could fit through a window if anything happened. That's good. I'm That's not good. stuck. I haven't fit through anything but a door in so long that I'm just like, 
I don't know what I could get my body through these yep. days. Yeah. So um, I did have when I before I moved out of Bowling Green, we did have a stairwell that went up to my bedroom because my bedroom was upstairs and I had like the whole upstairs, mm-hmm. and it was so narrow that if you had like one misfoot place or if you misplaced like one foot and it caused you to go too much to one side, your butt would start smacking back and forth because <laughs> it was so intense. So, so as she's trying to escape under the stall the best mm-hmm. that she can, he busts into one of the 17 open stalls right. and starts to grab her. And then Aaron comes in and Aaron's like, which you could tell as Aaron comes in, he already has it in his space to know that this was Michael. Like, he already, yeah. something oh, yeah. was telling him, like, oh, this is Michael, because we fucked with him. Yeah, like, okay, he's, he's here to get uh-huh. us. Okay, cool. Because Michael watches them on multiple occasions and sees, you know, yeah. like, and you can see him just kind of, like, following or staring. So, like, he was like, I'm gonna get that motherfucker that's got my mask. Yeah, he's like, I know who you Maybe are. you shouldn't have shown them that you have the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Aaron runs into defend dana against michael myers yeah good luck (laughs) proved for not because he smashed his head on every surface that was in that fucking bathroom okay oh i said i was like aaron tried but i mean he gave him a concussion and blunt force trauma on like blow two out of 85 yeah i mean just he was good as gone after Uh like that second hit it was like sir just just play dead just eyes crossing Uh uh-huh blood coming out just give up he kept like first off he started immediately against like the wall like the block wall yeah oof. and then it's like the my, school wall right literally <laughs> the school wall it's painted white and everything yes and michael was like oh if i keep doing this i'm gonna lose a space sooner so he chose to something softer and just use the stall instead yeah, like, he's like mm, i don't want it to end just yet yeah i mean and he did it was literally like a solid 30 seconds of yeah. him just beating the fuck just, out of his face yes beating the fuck out of things with his face uh-huh. yeah yeah <laughs> and so he's dead we we can assume that because he sits off to the side like does like the i i find it so pleasing the nice like blood drag down the wall yeah oh, and yeah. then and then his eyes eventually close like he's over there like gasping and yeah he does yeah <laughs> and then he goes over to dana whom he lets go free just kidding <laughs> to michael fucking myers yeah he grabs her by the neck holds her up so her feet are off the ground up against the stall wall until she just is strangled so yeah. she's just no longer breathing. And it's like, you would think, like, getting out and running while he's doing all this to oh boy. No, she just grabs the crowbar and then, like, tries to figure out like, if but you know she should leave. Dead. Right. Just she gr- she yeah. grabs the Save crowbar yourself. And, and doesn't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, doesn't do anything with it. And then he opens the stall. And, and this is what I was watching it and my mom was in the room. I watched it with her. And then I had to rewatch it, obviously, to do the notes because right. I just, you know, watched it with her. Why was mom laughing when the girl got strangled? (laughs) My mother, the saint, was laughing and she was like, she just knew it was over. So she started crying. (laughs) Like, that's what made her laugh was her just crying in the corner. She was like, she just knew. She just knew it was over. So she started crying. But I mean, she did. Yeah, yeah, there was no way. She should have just slid on out that bitch. Like, he, you, did you see his forehead? Like. It's You're, gone. I'm one of those people, too, that I feel like if I were in that situation, instead of looking for a way to escape, I'm going to look for a way to end myself before they get the chance to, because yeah, nah. whatever I can figure out might figure be out better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I because don't... there's a toilet in there, which means he could drown me. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want that. I don't want that either. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to drown in that toilet, no. So he mercy killed her, too, I would say. 
I feel like strangulation, not great, but no, but it was better. So, and it's at this point that Michael gets his mask out of the car. So Michael, uh, Michael's got the jumpsuit. Michael has the mask. Okay. So yes, we are iconic. putting it together now and close the trunk. Don't know why he cared, but he did, <laughs> but it was such was a so good moment. Cool, you know? yeah. yeah. He's like, wow. I'll close the trunk for him. I think it was supposed to be one of those moments where we like get to see like all of him. Yes. But like, I was just like, oh. <laughs> what a gentleman. Michael. Thank you so much. Such a good moment. Mike Myers could never, but Michael could. <laughs> so we are now on Halloween night, and one hell of a killing spree happens. Oh, this scene. First off, let's say that this is a one take scene. It runs two to three minutes. Yeah, one take, and this isn't just like I'm gonna follow somebody down the road stabbing people. No, this is like wall to wall. We are moving. We navigate through like five, six rooms plus the outside. Yes. And it is beautiful. So Michael grabs a hammer from a shed. And I think it's a shed. He grabs yeah. a hammer from something. Yeah, it's a shed. <laughs> yeah. So he gets a hammer from the shed, walks into this house, which is another reference to the original yeah. the sandwich. There's a woman <laughs> making the sandwich. Yeah, yes. And the woman walks away from the counter, goes to sit down. Michael walks in with that hammer. You hear some wax. Yeah. yeah. We know she's dead. And then, here it is. The tri-fucking-fecta. Yes. He walks over there to where the sandwich was being made, grabs the knife. Yeah, he's like, and mm, There it is. That is... My weapon of choice. Yes, yeah, that is Michael Myers right there. And yeah. so that's yeah. the moment. This is the trifecta we've been waiting for. Yeah. He got the, he got the <laughs> jumpsuit. He got the mask. He got the knife. Yes. The murder scavenger hunt is <laughs> complete. Like, it's done. And so now we get to kill people, which is fun, as if we weren't already. Right. And... He passes through, still all one shot, passes from, we were in the living room watching this happen. We follow him through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We get to see her body. He beat the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. Yep, did. Um, like, just that hammer did some damage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then it goes from, or into, like, a room, like a nursery, mm-hmm. where there's a crying baby in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying crying, like, how the hell is that baby crying? What's he crying about? I'm like... We've already killed Kevin. I don't know what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah. And he's like, eh. have a nice life, kid. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm well, like... I'll get you in, in like 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be back for this one. And so he then goes up to another home with one of the coolest shots from the film, I personally think. We're still doing this one take. And so it like pans up to the window with the like the blinds are raised the curtains are open mm-hmm. and we one we did a one take all the way up to it michael's not in view right now and then all of a sudden you see michael's the reflection of his face in the yes, mirror, or in the little... window yeah it's like yes <laughs> and we're is. like okay that's lit and we stay there for a bit the camera does not move mm-hmm. and we see him walk away mm-hmm. we see a woman walk in into that room start walking up to the window and then we see his shadow walking around the house and then she walks up closes the blinds yeah and they're telling her on the phone like there's escaped yeah. mental yeah. patients from the hospital. She's like, oh, glad and you told me. Thanks, looks girl. distressed. Yeah. yeah. She's looking out the window like you're going to be able to tell who. Right. Know. Because it's Halloween. And yeah. then while she's looking out the window and she's like dropped it, um, like dropped the curtains, then all of a sudden we can see through like the slits that Michael's in there. And Michael mm-hmm. comes up and stabs her from the back of the neck out through the front. Yep. Casual. Yep. 
just severed everything in there. Yep, and just, just stuck it out and just let her head fall. So after we finally made it past that two to three minute one cut scene, which was so good, beautiful. Yeah, we end up cutting to a dance where we see that Allison is at with her bow mm-hmm. friend, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a costume party because Halloween. Everybody's having a fun time, and she ends up getting a phone call from her bestie Vicky. Yeah, I like I like Vicky. Vicky's a fun time. Yes, and. Vicky is babysitting and they talk on the phone and she's babysitting this little kid named Julian who is Love the funniest <laughs> kid that you've ever seen. Their banter back and forth is so funny. Yes. Mom was eating him up. Like she was <laughs> cackling every time. Because she just saw it for the first time like a day or two ago. What was it? He said something about uh if you read if you read me a uh if you read me a story like other babysitters, I wouldn't be down here. He's like, I know y'all are talking about smoking weed. He's like, I'm telling my mama. She's like, well, I'm gonna tell you your browser history. And he says, uh, uh, and he just gets shook and he's like, damn it. Like she got me. It's so so good. funny. That's against the rules. I'm telling my mom. Well, I'm gonna tell your mom about your browser history. You better not. Julian ends up going to bed and then Dave comes over, who is Vicky's boyfriend. Right. And uh he is dressed as a cowboy and He's got a little horse with him who is named Tate. And Tate is a reference to the alias last name that was used for the Strodes in H2O. Oh, Remember, because her yeah. son was there and his last name was Tate. Okay. So yeah. that's in reference to, yeah. Oh, so okay. Point yes. out, there's a lot more than the few that I'm doing. I'm just pointing out the ones that I really, really liked. Yeah. Yes. So, Love it. I think this Dave guy also looks like a young Casey Affleck. Like, yeah, okay. Like, super Casey Affleck, yeah. young Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's it. brother. I was gonna say, I was looking like, <laughs> I know. I was sitting here like, yeah, if I you look over Chelsea, like, she's like, without a beat, I knew to I instantly turn if, over. I was about to be like, Ben Affleck? Yes. <laughs> Just because his last name was Affleck, that's the only. Here he is. One of, one of the people in this movie is susan sarandon's son dave um dave is susan sarandon's son yeah. get out of yeah. town who's his daddy uh-uh uh, tim <laughs> robbins daddy oh shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah. so his his name is um, miles or uh, miles robbins holy shit yeah my mama would be so proud of me that after almost 30 years of life that I no longer get Sigourney Weaver and Susan Sarandon next <laughs> They look so much alike to me. Yeah. That, like, and it's not anything, if I see them in something recent, I will know who is who and what is what. But the thing is, is if I haven't seen something in a while, like, um, I often get it mixed up it's in my that, head. Yeah. Like, who oh, who, who was that in Alien? Who was that right. in Ghostbusters? Like, the only ones that I'm confident in is knowing that Sigourney Weaver is an alien Sigourney Weaver. I Sigourney Weaver. I like Susan Sarandon, but Sigourney Weaver is the one I'm really into. I love yeah. Sigourney. Yeah. But uh, Sigourney Weaver is an alien. Mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver is in Avatar, and Sigourney yeah. Weaver is in Holes. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. She's the. Been, she's the camp counselor. She got the, She's got the snake venom in her nails. Child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The outside of his grandpa yeah. Yeah. as yeah. an adult. Too yeah. late, man. <laughs> you keep digging. <laughs> but yeah, no, not the snake. I said snake venom, but I meant the lizard. I know what you meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I, yeah, I was right there. <laughs> we hope you guys like Susan Sarandon and Sigourney <laughs> Weaver because yes. that's where we've made it to. Julian mm-hmm. ends up coming back downstairs and is like, yo, there's a monster in my closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's something not right up there. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, that's cute. We'll go up there and check it out. 
and Vicky goes up and she like realizes that the door is like cracked open. She's like, I'll just shut it. Like, you'll be fine, dude. And then she shuts it and guess what? It doesn't do shut. Oh. <laughs> and she keeps trying to shut it. And then she opens it and she's like, what wow. shoe or article of clothing it's is blocking. blocking this? What toy do you have? G.I. Joe, get the fuck out. Right. And it's Michael fucking Myers standing Shook. there. Shook. That's casual. <laughs> yeah. Like. And not oh. only that, the scene is also off-putting because the closet light is on. So it's not like you're opening and just kind of getting like a glimpse of him. Yeah. No, no, it's he, like he's him just and in his, that bitch. Yeah, his pride and glory is uh-huh. all just right there. And it's it's wild. It was yeah. like really weird. It, not in a bad way, but it was just like, yeah. oh, okay, he's just right there. He's just there. He's yeah. not going to hide. He's just like, I'll just wait for them to try to close this door. Right. And then he just instantly starts like swiping. Yeah. Like so he, he takes... doesn't just walk out. He's just like, yep. and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> he's here. So he takes a wacked Weeza, um, yeah. except it's Vicky. And you like that reference? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wackaweeza. That's my favorite movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Should... yes. Can't do that on this podcast, but right. anyway, so... He starts swiping at her, yeah, and um, she's like, get the fuck out, Julian, and she hits this motherfucker with a chair. Yeah, I guess through the chair. Yeah, and and she goes to run, and I don't want to make fun of her for it, but but the girl slid on nothing. She had her socks on, so I will say that. Those floors were freshly waxed. Yeah. So she ends up sliding on nothing but her sock, which fine socks can be slippery. Yeah, this I'm is like, why. Remind if, me not to do that. On if my you're walking floor. around the house, don't wear socks. Yeah, wear You need slippers. to wear footies. Yeah. Because they the got grippers. the grips. The yeah. Grippy. Go to your nearest planet through <laughs> jump zone or sky zone and get, get you some socks <laughs> and run around in those. Yes. And so he gets her, which. Hers isn't super bad. It's a couple. Right. It's I was a, like, it's a quick one. We're getting like a mercy kill and then like two disgusting <laughs> ass kills and then yeah. like a mercy Ripped kill. Out, yeah. yeah. And so it's going back and forth. They're, you know, they're giving us some breaks, but still not a lot of room to breathe. Right. And so Julian runs downstairs and is like, that little motherfucker up there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, Dave, I love this part. It's so sweet because Dave's just kind of like, he's probably high. And he's just yeah, like living definitely. his best life. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and he's he grabs the knife and goes up there to defend his girlfriend. Yes. And you're like, that is literally the sweetest thing. Yeah. He's like, I just got this sweet tat about this being the night that changes our lives. And Julian's like, save yourself. Like he's like, You're gonna die. Right. <laughs> oh God. So then it we go over and per usual, right after something awful happens, uh Officer Hawkins shows up. Yeah. And Officer Hawkins is looking through the house. He sees, like, in the corner of the room that Julian was sleeping in, he sees, like, a sheet ghost and goes and pulls it off. And it's Vicky, our girl Vicky. Yeah. And I was like, rest in peace her soul, because I loved her. I, I love the best friends to, like, the main. Like, yes. they're just always, you know, yeah. vibing. This was when Lori shows up, because, you know, she's everywhere that Michael is. She's yeah. trying to take this motherfucker out. Yes. She's been listening yeah. to the radio. She heard them say something. She was like, oh! and like turned around i was like okay she's ready and so we she shows up and she's looking and she sees michael standing in a fucking window it's Mm -hmm. such a cool uh, such a cool cut because she looks and she sees hawkins in one upstairs bedroom window which we're assuming is the room that she that vicky's body is in and then it cuts over like it moves over to the other room upstairs window which is um where he she sees michael myers and so being the badass she is she's like 
shoot now, ask questions later. Yeah. She shoots, and it was his reflection in a fucking, like, yes. like full body mirror. Yes. And hit him right in the face in the mirror. Yes. Like, it would have been the kill shot. Yeah, it was, like, dead on. Yes. And so Hawkins is like, oh, okay, we're under fire now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's what is going this? on? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers has really turned his shit around. Yeah. Using guns <laughs> He's <now>. using guns. <laughs> and so... And so he looks at, out the the wind or the door, yeah. and Michael's like running out or not running. Michael doesn't run. He's yeah. walking Michael out. Don't run, but he catches up. Yeah. He's not run, but he's he's right yeah. there. Yeah. And so he's like, oh. And so he goes downstairs. He's like, you know, armed and ready. Yeah. And this is when he finds Dave. And Dave. after the mercy kill that we just got, that was Vicky. Dave is pinned to the wall with a knife the knife that he was mm -hmm. going and just like completely pinned like yeah. into the wall knife in his neck like just... done yeah like he got poor dave like he did bob in the first movie mm -hmm. but it's almost flipped in the yeah. first movie he kills bob and he stabs him in the chest and he's pinned up against that cabinet this time he's like no i'm gonna turn you around i'm gonna stab you through the neck uh-huh and i'm just gonna leave you there here's the thing with neck stabbings it, it could go either way because with the neck stabbing it could either like sever that vertebrae and yeah. and like and like get your nervous system out and like you're you're dead mm -hmm. or it could hit something else and you're gonna bleed out yeah so it is like depending on how this knife goes in it's either gonna be a very quick kill or it's gonna be fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah. And I could not imagine it being the second option while I'm pinned by that knife. Could no. you imagine him oh. bleeding out instead of going like immediately? Yeah, no. Ooh, mm. It's it's a wild time. So here we are. We're we're back from that. <laughs> we just got that <laughs> that mercy kill and now boom, Dave is pinned up for the world to see. Mm -hmm. Yes. This next part of my note says to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so Lori obviously chases after Michael. The police are showing up everywhere. And um, Sartain it meets up with Lori, or meets Lori, sorry. Yes. Um, and is in awe. Fangirling. Literally yeah. fangirling. Just... It's gross. <laughs> it is. And it's so creepy. Yeah. Like, And this is also the first time that we know he's a mess. I'm not a fan of him. No. Um, I just don't like his obsession. His obsession is yeah, just as bad as, like, the podcasters. Yes, and, yes. And they got guys. Are they so. all in cahoots? Right. You would think so. <laughs> I'm confused. At this point, they're kind of, this is kind of like the, the middle, you know, where they're trying to figure out, like, what they're going to do next, I guess, which is Lori wants her family and go bunker them down in her yeah. fortress. Yes. <laughs> and so we end up cutting over to see Allison back at the dance. Mm -hmm. And after you know, turn of events, if you will. She finds that motherfucker Cameron macking up on some other girl named, like, Kim or Jill or something. Yeah, that tiger bitch. Yeah, and I was like, oh! And How dare he? And so he is obviously under the influence. Yeah. Like, yeah. drunk, high, you know, you yeah. do you, but maybe not at a school dance. Yeah. And um, he's trying to, like, trying to calm down a pissed-off Allison. Yeah. And yeah. then gets pissed off when Allison's still pissed off. And this what argument ensues, right? That gaslighting. Yeah. There's and no need to cry. That's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. You hanging out with Tiger Girl, and we in a relationship. Not even just hanging out. The uh, hanging your tongue out. Yeah, Tiger tongues Girl. hanging out. And him and Oscar were. They did have a flask mm -hmm. in a cutscene. They drinking. They do yeah. a little drink of Lankin. But mm -mm. and so he's pissed off that she's pissed off 
essentially he grabs her phone and throws it into like a chip dip or like a cheese oh, a punch dip, bowl a punch bowl and that something. punch was yeah. thick yeah it's just <laughs> i said oh okay cool and so that's a dick move especially considering her whole family is about to start trying yeah. to get a hold of it yes so Lori goes and gets karen and then to take her back home and they're trying to get a hold of allison and they can't because cameron's a fucking asshole yeah Yep. And so they're trying to figure out what they need to do with, you know, getting her. And Allison doesn't know that any of this is going on. So she's right. like, I'm about to fucking dip because uh, Cameron's a fuck. Yeah. yeah. She ends up leaving and Oscar actually walks her home. And we're like, oh, Oscar. Oscar. Like, I remember watching this and like after, again, like after watching Fear Street mm -hmm. and being like, and he was a good guy in Fear Street. And I remember watching this. I was like, oh, that was so sweet of him to like walk her. And then I remembered. <laughs> and I was like, mm, all the guys are disgusting yeah, in this movie. Trash. Yeah. Oscar starts like flirting. And it's like kind of harmless at first. It's really weird because uh, where's the where's the line? <laughs> because it, like him and him and Cameron are friends. Yeah. And Cameron just cheated on Allison. And now here's Oscar, who was getting drunk with Cameron, his friend, who just cheated on Allison. <laughs> on like, Allison. It's my yeah. turn. Right. Uh -huh. And he's like, I just want to tell you about yourself. And so he, it, it's sweet at first. It seems very like the kid who is like friend zoned. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's like, you're like the sweetest, prettiest girl. Like you deserve so much more. Yeah, da, da. And you're like, okay, that's sweet. He's trying to reel her in. Right. But it's a little yeah. awkward. And Allison is like, oh, Thanks. and so they keep walking. <laughs> they go to take like a little shortcut through a random person's fenced in backyard yeah like a castle <laughs> wall like, who does that right. yeah, I, know. I know a shortcut yeah it's and called the, trespassing right i was like you couldn't just walk around it. it's a house yeah. yeah you couldn't just walk around the corner scaling the fence the stone fence right and so they end up jumping over and this is when oscar makes a move <laughs> and not just a move like it is weird like this whole next bit i'm so uncomfortable yeah he tries to kiss her. She's like, back the fuck up. I just got cheated on. Yeah. Also, you look like Josh Gad. Josh Gad. No. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh my God. I love Josh Gad. He ends up, you know, making this move and she's like, no, get the fuck off me. He's trying to apologize. And she's like, stay the fuck away from me. He gets knocked down on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And does he fall or does he get pushed? He's drunk, so either could have he happened. He falls. He's following her, and then she turns around quick to say something, and he just, like, yeah. scatters. Mom laughed at that part, too. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, girl, stand your ground. Yeah. I have this one quote right here in my phone. He says some stuff, because he is all chubbed out, which is a line this kid actually said in this movie. He's talking, like, while he's, like, trying to apologize, he's like, let me tell her about how biologically my body works and that I'm horny and can't keep it in my pants. Because he then's like, you know, I was at this dance and all these girls are rubbing their beautiful bodies on me and got me all chubbed out. Yeah. Yeah. That was Danny McBride. Danny yeah, McBride. Danny, Danny McBride. <laughs> all chubbed out. Hey, Danny. Yeah. And I was like, like, it's just, it's so, it catches you so off guard. And yes. I, I don't think a lot of people realize because unless you're really paying attention to what he's saying there, it's like, I'm all out. Like, you're, you're not really paying attention. Yeah. But once you, like, you really hear what he's saying, like, all chubbed out. Yeah. Uh, all chubbed out. so off-putting. They were feeding me guacamole in a very provocative way or whatever he says. Yeah. And he's like, I just got really horny. And it's like, okay, we get, like, he's just, like, telling... 
Like he needs like, this is why I did this and I'm sorry. And it's like, no, it's too late. Like right. consent. Yeah. Consent. Yeah. We've, we've already, we've already surpassed it. We've crossed the wrong bridge and burnt it behind us. And yeah. We, yeah. We have to sit there on that Island. Yeah. It's gone. Allison obviously leaves because fuck off Oscar. All of a sudden somebody walks into you kind of you're you see a figure yeah. and you're like oh it's the neighbor whose house i just <laughs> like just Tried trespassed yes and he's like talking to him and he's like mr elrod yeah it's <laughs> a reference to the elrods who got killed in the first movie the sandwich woman oh yeah, yeah. oh oh that's Do you right want mayo mr. or mustard yes yeah miss elrod yeah so, yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. So many, so many references. So, many so he's like, he's like, Mr. Elrod, do you ever want a woman that you can't have? And he's like, so he doesn't say anything. And, and Oscar's like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and head out. And then all of a sudden the, the light's a motion light. Mm-hmm. And so yes. it keeps going on and off, which anything like that, there's something so good about like lights that flicker or like a light going on and off. Mm-hmm. Or dare I say in your next, when she used the camera flash, oh like yes yes it's the strobe light feel when you go in the haunted house and people start running out and it's all distorted uh-huh. i was like Mm-mm, we keep losing him we keep losing we, we don't have eyes on him yeah and you know like something's getting closer and so this strobe light effect starts happening and finally it is like a nice little jump scare where yes. the last one it's like he comes down and like stabs oscar oscar's like what the fuck, Mr. Elrod? I won't trespass again, no. Yeah. But anyway, so he just fucking takes off. He's like, he's like, I just got stabbed. I'm gone. Yeah. And he runs into the fence that you had to jump. Uh-huh. And he's trying to, like, get over the fence. He's, like, trying to <laughs> climb over it, which y'all came through a substantially shorter ledge. So I don't know why you're trying to <laughs> yeah. to go over the yeah. this metal, metal yes. gate. And he tries to climb up the gate, and then... He comes, yeah. Michael gets up to him and stabs him again. Yeah. And his cape gets stuck. Yeah. In the fence. Yeah. Um, Edna Mode said, no capes. No capes. And no that's capes. why. No capes. Yeah. Well, okay. She was, she was not she incorrect. Meant that. She meant that. That was a life lesson for us. We learned that in 2000, 2001. Okay. And in 2018, we're still not learning. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No capes. You're going to end up getting sucked into a motor of a or an engine of an airplane whatever it was and then now we get to add this she gets to add this to her list yeah it was like oscar got got by mr myers and so oscar haddonfield 2018 (laughs) stabbed by the man and hung on the post like no games so this is crazy as this you know isn't is isn't (laughs) as crazy as this isn't for a brief moment because he's only getting stabbed all of a sudden he starts sliding down because he's dead and that post goes through his chin and like up and pale uh-huh it was beautiful (laughs) it was so nice and we don't get to see it really well we kind of see as it's happening but then allison heard him scream and was like oscar what the fuck happened (laughs) yeah like all right and she goes back to find him and we get to see it from the front like from her side and this is like the first time that allison sees michael and i was like Mm. oh grandma Mm -hmm. was correct yeah like oh Oh, wow (laughs) so she ends up trying to get the fuck out which do you blame her and in another reference to the first movie she's running around trying to get to a neighbor and she's like knocking on a random door, which yeah. 
Lori did in the first one, but couldn't get anybody. They were like turning off the lights and they're like, yeah, they're like, mm. which is something we would do now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the fact that this is 2018 and the woman was like, we got you, baby. Come on. And they wait yeah. with her for the police to get there. And I was like, that's sweet. Yeah. So it's like a reversal reference. I forgot that someone actually helps her because I was yeah. like, you think that hearing somebody scream bloody murder and banging on your doors would like resonate don't. in this town. Right. A lot of people don't. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, you coming with some baggage or something. I ain't open That's why we all door. have to bring now. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> yeah. I'm be like, I'm calling the cops for you. Hide in the bush. Like, because right. I'm not letting you in. Because that one American Horror Story episode, I said, well, mm-hmm. that's that's that. That ends that. Yeah. So it's a, it's, but it, it is nice to kind of see like this little reversal, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. A little reversal reference. Um, they end up waiting for the police. Uh, Hawkins shows up. Sertain <laughs> is still with Hawkins because that's his right hand man now. Mm-hmm. He got his right hand man hand right. <laughs> yeah. His right man <laughs> hand back. I don't. I don't like Hamilton, so I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm doing my best with that reference. My heart. I apologize. I'm like the only person ever. Hawkins decides to take her to Lori's house. I keep saying this, and that's so weird. My mom's Lori, so oh, like, yeah, 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 it just always throws me off. The compound. Yeah, so the <laughs> compound. On the way there, Hawkins sees michael runs him the fuck down mows like, him down yeah don't hurt him and it's doom. yeah <laughs> he <laughs> says michael because <laughs> certain is like obsessed and wants him alive like yes like he doesn't want dead or alive he just wants alive and then and then you got hawkins who's like uh-uh no like no uh-uh no. i didn't take him out the first time and the when like i had the chance yeah. and this is we're we're taking him out <laughs> now and so they get out because he's there dead yeah if you will. <laughs> and uh, they go up and Sertain runs up and he's like, oh no. And he's like checking on him and all this <laughs> stuff. And he's like, and then he looks over and he's like, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And spoiler. <laughs> and there's still more to this movie. And uh, the whole time Hawkins is sitting there on the gun. He's like, step away from, step away from him. Uh, Get yeah. away from him. Yeah. And Sertain becomes a ninja. Yeah. And pulls out a pen that he presses a button that turns into a blade, turns around and stabs Hawkins, my boy Hawkins, yeah. who has honestly been carrying the safety oh, in this yeah. movie. Okay. <laughs> and just like takes him out. Stabs him in the neck, mm-hmm. just turns around and just shanks him. Right. Now keep in mind, Allison is with them. So the whole time Allison is in the back of the car, like, what the fuck is going happening? On? Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden you see Michael pop up, uh-huh. except it's not Michael. It's Sertain's ornery ass with the mask on. And I'm like, he has no boundaries. He's literally oh, like, geez. this is, he hit the, he had the episode. It's happening. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And so he then takes that mask along with Michael, throws it all in the car, but not the trunk. No. The back seat with Allison. Mm-hmm. I would have died. And they're in a police car, which means there is a police guard between the front and the back yeah and the doors are locked she can't get out she's yep. trying to get out now the only door open is getting michael myers stuffed into it right uh-huh. and i'm i'm just sitting there asking like certain could you not at least let like just let her go or, or in the front put seat. her in the front seat and the whole reason for all of this is because he just like the podcasters wants michael and Lori to be back together yeah that's a toxic relationship yeah. they never need to see each other again yes like, and he's just, like, wanting to make it, like, a psychological experiment. Like, right. well, let's see what happens. Like, well, we've seen what he's been doing all night. You haven't yeah. seen what happened yeah, like at you, all? Yeah, like, you don't, like, you know. 
you've been in you've been with the cops the whole time his kill count has doubled from uh-huh. the first movie to now yeah like you want to know what he can do yeah anyway so this is actually like the point where we also find out that sir is actually responsible for the bus and yeah. getting michael out mm-hmm. so wait a minute how did i miss that okay yeah. go ahead so well, <laughs> i need yeah. something you didn't know <laughs> So it happens. Certain I know and I live for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so certain actually is the one who caused the bus accident under we don't know the details, but he causes the bus accident that actually let Michael free. It, it makes sense though, right? Because he I knew, mean, yeah. Because he knew that Michael would go after Lori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and when he's been out this whole time and he still hasn't made to Lori, he's like, Come on, I'm taking you to her yeah, my dance like, okay, Get in the car. Get in the car. My God. <laughs> and he just ran the fuck over poor Hawkins. Like he as just, he's leaving, yeah. Yeah. I said, damn. <laughs> well, his legs are shattered. Yeah. And so Allison's like, I need to get the fuck out. And so she plays it really smart and she's like Michael spoke to me and this whole movie everybody's been like Michael say something and so I can take you to Lori yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's the, the whole the whole motivation of this movie is for Michael to speak and for him to meet Lori yeah again and so certain is like oh fuck he said something I want to know I want to hear him say something yeah and uh so they pull over so that she could tell him yeah she's like pull over yeah and, and I'll tell you and so they pull over and as he does Michael wakes up and but none of the doors are in the back are open and so you're like okay cool michael's awake and there goes allison Bye-bye. yeah dead except he's like uh uh-uh. <laughs> and he fucking kicks down <laughs> that police guard like a battering ram smashing yeah. uh smashing <laughs> certain in the process doesn't kill him but smashes the fuck out of him yeah he's just flying right uh-huh. to that <laughs> just like michael he said bitch you done <laughs> locked me in there and he's just kicking the sh- you just fucking flopping uh-huh. i forgot i had myself last <laughs> she threw her sunglasses she's so oh. passionate and so he ends up dragging certain out of the car and at this point, Allison's like, have fun. Yeah. And she runs into the woods. I'm gonna head out. He knows that Michael's about to take his ass out. Yeah. And he's literally, like, laying there covered in blood, like, knowing he's about to take his last breath and goes, say something, Michael. And you're like, what is y'all's obsession? <laughs> what do you, you want to the say? grave begging this man to speak to you. Like, there, there, there are hotlines for that. Yeah. You can you can call yeah. somebody he, if you need knows. somebody to talk to you. <laughs> he knows about yeah. the hotlines. Yeah. Like, come if, on now. If you need a breathy mysterious man to talk to you, there is a one nine hundred number for that. Yeah. Like Yeah. Just <laughs> no. It's like he knew he was gonna die. Like, I don't know, like what did you want me to say? Like, you ain't shit compared to Loomis. Like is that what you wanted to hear? Because I would have. Yeah. If it was me. Which is funny because Lori Strode at one point even calls him like new Loomis. Yeah, you're the new Loomis. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, he's not. He's not. <laughs> it's so funny. But uh, so Allison ends up getting the fuck away and at some point runs into like a bunch of mannequins, <gasps> which is the uh, weirdest fucking scene yes. in this movie. The fire. She's in the shooting range. Right. I don't like mannequins. And she doesn't realize what it is because she's not from that area. Yeah. But for her, she's just like, this is terrifying. <laughs> she's and like, this is almost worse than what I've had experienced. I'm actually about to go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she ends up running through. She she is trying to get to the house. She makes it through the mannequins. All is good. Except it's not because Michael fucking Myers is now chasing her through the woods. So we find out that there are actually two police officers who are guarding the house. Mm-hmm. And they are like comic relief. They're a fun time. We yeah. enjoy them. They end up going over and coming up like during one of their rounds. And they find 
everything that's just happened in that car. And they're like, yeah. oh, fuck. They don't notice that Michael's around. Right. They, yeah. Well, because they, he, whenever he, she tells him to stop the car, it stops and it's like right in like their back mirror. And they're like, that's weird. And they're like trying to get to Hawkins. They're like, uh-huh. come on, you burn out. They're like, answer. And uh-huh. then finally they're like, oh, we'll go check it out. Right. And it's just like the puree of yeah. Dr. It's, it's, <laughs> so during that time, um, they get God. Yeah. Now Ray looks out, sees the police car and is like, I'm going to go socialize with my buddies. Yeah. While there's a killer. The reason, the whole reason I'm out here. Yeah. And so he walks out there and he finds one of the police officers stabbed in the head with the same pen that Sir, Sertain, yeah, Sertain uh, used Hawkins. on Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And then the other one. Let's talk about this. This is art. Yeah. He managed to cut out the orifices <laughs> of this man. His eyes are gone. Hollowed. Uh, like, his head is hollowed out, yeah. And he has taken this flashlight and shoved it, like, up into his jugular. Yeah. And it yeah. is, like, in there like a jack-o'-lantern. Yes, like he made him a jack-o'-lantern. And it is gross, but beautiful. Yeah. You're like, and he just it. sits him in the other guy's it's lap, crafty. right? It's be- yeah, it's, 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 very it's beautiful in the same way that like the angel trap from Saul is pretty. Like, I think that's like a very beautiful trap, like the one that rips the rib cages. Ooh, yeah, I yeah. think that's like a very beautiful trap. Wrong yeah. series, we'll get to that one. <laughs> Ray flips out and um, it tries to run away, and but he doesn't see Michael running up behind him, walking yep. because he doesn't run. He comes up behind him with like the wire of like a wind chime. <laughs> And just, like, starts, like, pulling him and, like, strangling him until his neck snaps. And, like, mm-hmm. that was the end of Ray. Yep, yep. And, yeah. He didn't get a chance. At I all. mean, he got that one shot off. Just. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> so we're inside the house now. And Lori is like, everybody, we need to, we need to get the fuck not right here. Mm-hmm. So they all start going to this badass fucking bunker that I she live. has under the island of her kitchen yes. i live for it yeah like it's not just a basement it's like a hidden entrance even yes and so she starts like she tells her daughter like get the fuck down there yeah she's being re-traumatized uh-huh. by this she's right. like oh my god it's happening yeah the, we we've made it here <laughs> and so because at this point like Lori has seen michael and so like she saw that he was outside and so she goes up to the door and she's like looking through which this is always the worst mistake mm-hmm. i love you laurie strode i love you jamie lee curtis three foot away from the door if there is a glass window at all in the door I know that a person's about to get got. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what does he do? He busts through the glass windows in the door and grabs her. He busts through one, grabs her by the face, busts through the other one, and starts, like, pulling her head back and, like, hitting it. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is the game that we're playing. I was like, this is, like, airing all over again. Like, you gotta get out of here. Right. So she takes her shotgun right beside her her head and shoots up and, like, blows his fingers off. Like, he's still got a couple, but she she blows (laughs) off a few. He's maimed. Yeah. And so... (laughs) She ends up running, and then there's, like, a, I guess a chase, if you will. It's through the house. Mm-hmm. And she's trying. So she's, like, looking around. She wants to keep her family safe, so she's, like, looking around trying to um, find Michael so she can take him out. And there's yet another reference to the closet with, like, the wooden slits. Yes. And she's like, oh, that motherfucker's in there. And so <laughs> she opens it up, and she's got, like, her gun inside, like, the nose of it. He's not in there. So she starts going around the house. And this is when you start realizing... The true creativity of this house. Yes. Because, like... And the preparedness. Yes. Because we've already seen that the house looks intense. 
and there's ammo everywhere and like the floodlights everything we've talked about we now seen that there is a passage under the island that leads to a bunker like a staircase and now she is walking room to room clearing the rooms to make sure he's not in there and then she's like shutting the doors but these aren't like doors these are like protect the queen castle doors yes like that are like coming down latching metal rods like yes and she's closing every single one of these until she finally makes it upstairs she finds michael they tussle michael in reference to the movie in a reverse reference throws Lori's ass out off a balcony Mm -hmm. and she hits the ground and tragically perishes and that's where the movie ends except (laughs) (laughs) he looks down sees that her body's dead this is about the time that allison gets there and allison's like hollering down at the grandmother i'm like like girl shut the fuck up (laughs) and so this distracts michael long enough for michael to look away and then to look back for Lori Strode to do the exact same thing where by the time that he looked back, she's gone. Suck and you're like, bitch, you be doing that shit too. So. That's what I'm saying, just showing yes. up and then showing out. Yeah. A taste of his own medicine. I was like, how does it feel? Uh-huh. Sitting up there. Everybody's getting into the bunker. We, we've got Allison. We pushed her into the bunker. Uh, Lori's down there. Um, Karen been down there. Yeah. <laughs> Karen been safe. <laughs> been safe. And so Lori's like, I've got to get them and starts like shooting through the floor she can't get them she's missing every time she's like i love you babies i gotta go (laughs) mama's gotta go and uh so she goes upstairs and like starts looking for him again so that she can finally take them out the last 15 minutes feel like it's 30 minutes like it feels like it's like right it feels like it was the majority of the movie yeah 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 like this was a great like third act yeah i thought that was a good ending yeah yeah so i'm glad i'm not the only felt that way no i like it, it seemed like it took forever to get through it and i looked last night and i was like shit there's only 15 minutes left but yeah. like this yeah. felt like 30 yeah. 45 minutes of like but when it first came out there was a bunch of people saying how they hated the ending i'm like i thought it was good i liked it yeah i, yeah, I like the ending i like Lori's looking around um karen and allison are both downstairs in the bunker uh, with the island door closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna get the fuck down there. I'm a I got some bitches to take out. Mm-hmm. He's trying to rip this fucking island up, which it's Michael fucking Myers. Yeah. He's, he gonna, he's gonna do it. Yeah. And so he's trying to rip this island up and then he gets he gets in. He he manages to get it out of the way. And they're down there like waiting, you know, for him to like get inside of it. Mm-hmm. Karen finds a gun so precious it's got like her initials on top of it like yes. like above the barrel and she's like i know what i must do here yes. <laughs> you know she like has that moment she's like oh this is why mom's the way that she is we've made it yeah so she goes over there she grabs that gun she gets down at the bottom of the stairs she points the gun up and she just looks and then that island moves out of the way and michael's not there yeah and so this is when she realized that he was he knows that she's probably doing something yeah. you know she he's mm-hmm. seen the house so far he knows <laughs> yeah he's like there's a lot of shit going on <laughs> yeah, here he's like <laughs> let me just stand back <laughs> yeah and so he's not dumb and the <laughs> is this the best part this, this might, is the best this part. is my favorite part of the movie and also hands down the best acting of the entire halloween franchise <laughs> yes yes <laughs> judy greer in a excellent performance decides to lure michael into view by acting like 
she is unable to go through whatever the plan is. Mm -hmm. Michael knows that there's a plan. She's sitting there holding that gun and her face like snaps for a moment into emotion. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. She's acting like so vulnerable. And then Michael moves into frame and she says, gotcha. Mom! Help us! I can't do it! I'm sorry, I can't do it! Gotcha. I said you better drink him, Karen! <laughs> Mom was like, well, why don't she? Mom sold on the whole thing, which I was too the first time. I thought, oh my God, like yeah. he's freaking out. And then she said, gotcha. I said, oh yes. Oh. Mom was like, well, why doesn't she? And then I just, I just sat back, just sat back and back. I waited. And then she said, gotcha. And she said, oh, I was like, <laughs> yes, I know, I know, sis, I know. It's, it's everything. literally the best part of like, mm -hmm. like I will, I will die on the hill that that was the best acting. That bit right there is the best acting in the entire Halloween franchise so good it, it's stellar so good. and mm. i was just so taken aback and be a judy be a judy <laughs> be a karen be a judy do not be a karen no, but be a judy be this karen be this karen played by judy greer yes <laughs> so and she got it from her mama yeah <laughs> like that's she oh god it's just so good i can go on i can make an entire three-hour podcast just on the those, <laughs> on that like, moment two sentences yes i put i can't do it bam so <laughs> 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 it says about ah, it yeah uh, so then, of course, she did get it from her mama, who was Lori Strode, who pops out and goes, Happy Halloween, Michael. Yes! Before her and Michael go through, honestly, a badass fight scene. Yeah. They are beating the fuck out of each other. Uh -huh. Whatever they can get their hands on, any weapon of choice, pots, pants, like, it's all happening. Yes. And it's, it's such a good scene. And then we finally get to a point where she knocks him into the basement like he gets knocked into the basement yes. and who allison and karen are down there so karen's like well we gotta go yep. <laughs> and yep. so they get allison out and as karen goes to get out mm -hmm. mr myers i love you do not grab my girl no and so he grabs miss judith greer <laughs> by the leg yes and Allison out of nowhere is like, you want to know what? I'm a badass too. Yeah. And she takes the knife, fucking stabbing Michael in like the arm to get him to let go of her mob. And then he like pulls back and then Lori presses a button and these blade bar type things go over it. And you realize the whole time that the bunker was a trap was for a when trap. he came back. Yes. She's yep. like, it's not a trap. Uh -huh. She's not a, it's not a cage baby it's a trap i said oh <laughs> thorough yes thorough all the way through the way also the way karen screams when he grabs her leg is just like it was almost like you know she knew the whole plan it was working uh -huh. well and then it was like oh shit he done got yeah. me and she's just like <laughs> like and, she's screaming bloody murder and it's one of those points where you could think about this about two ways right we yeah. get to the point where it's like either this was so meticulously planned that Lori even said, and Karen, at one point, he's not going to come out and you're going to have to act to get him to come out. Yeah. Or she was like, oh, the plan's not going right. Let me do it. And both of those I'm fine with. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's so much. But it's almost like everything that happened, Lori knew to a T. Yeah. 
Yeah. She knew every moment, every move that he was going to make, which is beautiful because mm-hmm. she spent the last 40 years obsessing over this. Yeah. She has played the, the, the events from the first movie over and over to the point that she could probably tell you in graphic detail every single leaf that was on, oh, yeah. on, you know, a tree. Plus... Yes. She probably went back and watched the first Halloween movie. You know? yeah, she's, she's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I remember this. And so um, when she has triggered this mechanism locking him down there, which you can still see, they can still, it's not a door, it's just bars, yeah. like yeah. blade bars. They see him. Yeah, and uh, these pipes start like leaking gas into the basement. Yes. And she looks at him, she takes a flare, and she just kind of throws the flare down. The house catches on fire. They walk out as like a a daughter mother granddaughter trio of badasses. They just walk out. It's absolutely beautiful. They yes. end up walking away as the house is burning, and he's just standing there, like looking up, burning. Yep. Which at one point it does pan, and the house is on fire in that same area, and you can't see Michael anymore. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> he's like under a blanket yeah. in the corner, like, <laughs> okay, if I can get like I'm still going right you know he's very unfazed like there's a whole explosion that happens behind him and he's just like i'll kill you still like yeah. it's gonna happen I'll get I, just you one day. Oh. I don't think michael will ever die i don't think they're actually gonna kill him off oh they're just gonna leave him out there doggone it no oh my god <laughs> well because there's there's like a video of her and she's talking about chelsea sent it to me and she's talking about how they're gonna have it on peacock and blah 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 uh-huh. and um you know she gets a little misty eyed a little quiver in her voice talking about being the final girl but, and I haven't said a word because I didn't want it to be true, but I literally was thinking, you know, I understand she's, you know, it's emotional because it's ending. She's been doing this for over 40 years, but also, is she acting that way because she knows she's dead? Right. In the, like, does she, she knows, I mean, obviously she knows, yeah. but I'm like, is there something, you know, causing some emotion because she knows that we don't know that Lori's going to die yet. And I right. thought, no, Deidre, no, don't. Don't think that way. She's going to live. She's the final girl. She has to. And I've just, like, decided that I'm not going to think that she's going to die. <laughs> I just think that... So this has triggered me. I was like, mm, we're talking about it. I was like, <laughs> dare I say what I thought? No. I Well, my thing is, is I think that we need to get over this not killing the final girl thing. First off, the... <laughs> my final girl. <laughs> um, Nancy got godded in the third one. Oh. Yeah. And uh let's well don't worry, we're gonna review <laughs> that she ever said we're gonna review that series. I've actually been kind of like protesting for myself, me protesting if you will. I I want them to kill off Sydney and Scream. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> well, <shook. laughs> My pearls. And like Clutch. and she probably has a no kill clause. So she pro I'm sure she probably can't I'd be God. like I- by the way, I'm never dying. Yeah, but I, I, I think that it's Sydney is a character that needs to be, and it's not because I don't love Sydney. Let me say that, please do not. But that's just like it's a thought of mine. I think that we're at a point in the movie where we're moving. They're taking that movie into a new generation, and Nev Campbell wasn't even going to be in this movie, and they renegotiated, and now she is going to be in the one coming out next year. Oh, and well, but that's... she originally wasn't going to and i was like kill her off and then i was like she probably has no kill clause <laughs> but or they are going to do you know what i want and if this happens i called it i called it here first <laughs> i want the first kill of the movie to be sydney 
in the new movie, mm -hmm. us go through the whole movie and find out that Gail had an, a manic episode and became the new Ghostface. Oh, oh, yeah, I want Gail. Oh to, my god, I want Gail to be the killer in the new one because think about <laughs> it. Since Gail was in the last movie, she now has an attachment to all these people. Plus, Kirby's coming back, so she even the characters oh, that Kirby. Are, even the characters that are being reintroduced, um, she knows. Yeah, yeah. And so she would have a connection with all of them. And so it would make sense that if Gail were to snap, that she would kill any of these people because she's had some sort of interaction with all of them now. Right. Plus, aside from Sydney, Gail's the only other person still alive that has been part of all three generations. Yeah. The generations being everything that happened in the first three films. The generation being the one that came out in the 2000, 2011 uh, Scream 4. Yeah. And then the new one that just came out. She is the only other person outside of Sydney. So it would make sense. Rest yeah. in peace, Dewey. Yeah, rest in peace. But it would make sense if they were to, yeah, if they were to kill off Sydney in the opening scene, and then we get to the end, and it's Gail and Kirby's the one that kills her, Ooh. making Kirby the new Sydney, the new Sydney, whom Kirby's probably my favorite character from all of it. Oh, now this is not a scream episode, right? We we <laughs> we just rolled right into that. <laughs> However. I just let you know how excited we are. Yes. So, um, so this is how we feel about movies coming out. But so to end this movie, after they walk away like three badass bitches, they like flag down a truck. Yeah. And they get in the back, get in the and back. it they ends took with this chainsaw yeah. massacre. In yeah. <laughs> and they end with the three of them sitting in the bed of this old ass truck, yeah. just driving down the road, okay. relieved, and you're like, oh, we can sleep until yeah. right before the credits start happening and you can hear, my, hear michael myers breathing in the background you're like fuck yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. so but yeah and that is the end so guys how do we feel about the movie i liked it yeah love it love everything that about it I, yes i think that having some of the not to offend anybody clusterfucks yeah. of movies that we've had in this franchise especially like when you get to like curse of the witch and all of that mm -hmm. they're not the best um i think having this was just like it was so nice yeah it's like let's bring it back real yeah. quick bring it back bring it back yeah. and yeah. i love it coming from like a direct sequel of the first one yeah. i think that yeah. it's just so good high parts of the movie acting yeah oh yeah <laughs> aside from that one monologue <laughs> which don't worry i rewrote for you guys <laughs> um so the acting was top notch the effects was top notch one thing we haven't talked about the music score oh yeah uh, john the music john and score, cody oh was so so good yeah i was looking for it you can tell that john carpenter was really involved with this music score yes well and i mean and he gets billed for it him yeah. and cody his son yeah. are like on that go bowling green <laughs> go bowling green western warren county warren county sheriff <laughs> that's us that's the it's so wild too that's kentucky boo boo yeah and <laughs> boo -boo. it's like and i guess a lot of people don't really see that maybe that's an episode that we can do sometime like we can get back together and talk about kentucky references in the movies oh, yeah like yeah all of john carpenter's movies because there are a plenty love that man yes <laughs> we're probably cousins yeah yeah i mean honestly somebody one of y'all so but yeah, I everything about it was just from the music score to the acting, the way it was paced really well, mm -hmm. and like yes. it was paced in a way where I really liked how it was paced to the point of like once we got to Halloween night, mm -hmm. it all felt like one night, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that was the beauty of it because kind of like you said, 
it felt like the last 15 minutes was like the whole movie yeah because, like it felt so long but like not in a bad way mm-hmm. it, it felt paced properly enough that like it felt like we went through the whole night with them yeah like yeah. every moment even the moments where they're like holding on to a tree for like to take a breath like you yeah. know and they're it, it just felt like we went through the whole adventure with them and it was fantastic yeah so you guys want to talk about our favorite parts what's your favorite part chelsea i think my favorite part is the i can't do it and oh yeah like, <laughs> that's everybody's favorite part yeah <laughs> yeah i really do think that's my favorite part it's so good deidre but i do like when oscar died <laughs> I also liked Oscar's I death. Liked, yeah. I did like that. Yeah. Loved I that like death. That I don't know. I mean, yeah, Judy Greer, that scene was everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should say, like, what's your favorite outside of the Judy Greer scene? Yeah, outside of yeah. the Judy Greer scene. I feel like, I guess just every part that had Lori, like, training. Uh, it okay. was just like, yes. Like, she literally goes from, like, loving grandmother, talking about, take that $3,000, do it to Mexico, fuck college, and then she's, like, Annie Oakley in the back, yeah. and she's just like, ka-tra, ka-tra, yeah. ka-tra. and I was like, oh my god. So I was like, she's so cool, she's just so cool. And it's such a stark contrast to her character originally. Yes. Like, you really get to see her, like, what, 40 years of sheer uh, terror. Yeah, <laughs> have done to her. Yeah. Yeah. And she plays it so well. Yes. I'm going to have to say my favorite part. It's been so long <laughs> into this episode that we forgot about it. The teeth. The teeth. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the if that's teeth. like my favorite like part, like my favorite scene. I wouldn't call it my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. But aside from Judy Greer, that's like my favorite thing in the movie. Yeah. It's like yeah. my favorite thing that Michael did. Yeah, that was, was just like Yes. The teeth. Just like, mm-hmm, look, look, and I don't know why. How many times have we seen teeth referenced in a movie? There was something about him just like, uh, like ominously standing behind that and then just slowly reaches his hand over and dropping and teeth dropping. and she's at a lower level because she's on the toilet so she's having to watch these things drop down where when stuff's on the ground it's generally obscure for us when we have to get down closer yeah. she's already down so it's it's like obscured for her while it's high up mm-hmm. yeah. and it starts making more sense as it's like yes, on the coming ground. down yeah. yeah and i was like it's just <sighs> it's good it's so good <laughs> cinematic brilliance yes. so i absolutely love the movie and we're going to find out exactly how much we love the movie. Let's take some shots of horror, okay? On a scale of one to five, shots of horror. Chelsea, how many shots would you give this movie? I think I'll give it a five. That's a that's a pretty solid. That's Four a pretty and a half, solid. Five, yeah. Because we're talking about it's not even just for Halloween. It's going to be for everything. Yeah. So okay, and what are you going to give it? I like it. Five. Yeah. Oh. I was like. I was like, I'm about to say five. (laughs) And then she said it, and I was just nodding like, yup, yup, Like, this is like a solid movie. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Um, Now, this is my own podcast, and I made the one out of five (laughs) shots um, instead of, like, one out of ten. (laughs) But I guess I feel like if I could, I would give it, like, a four and a half, but I'm going to have to go with four. If we're talking about solid shots, like, one out of five shots, I'm going to have to give it a four shot. And that's just because there are other movies that i think cinematically yeah worked great and this is not me knocking this movie because obviously yeah. you just listen to all this time this whole episode of me loving the movie right um i think that everything about it was brilliant i just there are other movies <laughs> yeah you know yeah so i would say i'm gonna say like four and a half i yeah. would give it a a four and a half yeah so solid 
I just the the perfect movie is just like nearly impossible. Yeah. And yes. As you guys know, this is my favorite scary movie. Right. Which would where it's, solidify it's to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where for me, my favorite movie solidifies as a perfect five shots. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of shots. We just took a lot of shots for that. <laughs> yeah. So lots of shots of horrors. So. Well, guys, I am so excited that you got to come on. We finally got to record together. We have been working. Um, We made plans for them to actually come on to Crime or Reason and trying to get four people who all live in separate areas. Me and Chelsea probably live the closest, and we still don't live right beside each other. And so having all four of us trying to get our schedules together just hasn't really worked. But we haven't given up. Like We plan on, yeah. There will Making be yes. there will be a crime or reason, um, a crime or reason and a million murders, you know crossover crossover. crossover. So I was like, what's the word? Yeah. <laughs> so we are very excited about that. It is coming. Um, but thank you guys so much for being my first guest on my podcast. Yay. I'm very excited. Yay. This will not be the last time that you guys are on. Yeah. And hopefully, I'll get to come visit you guys soon as well. Yeah. yeah. Very very much excited. So. Um, do you guys want to go ahead and let them know where they can find you guys in y'all's podcast? Yeah, so you can find us on any platform that you listen to your podcast. So your Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, um, Breaker. There's a bunch of them. So we are pretty much on all of those. And you can check us out on our um what is it called? They're called social media. Social media. <laughs> social media platforms. Instagram. Familia Murders. We got um, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You can check that out, too. Yeah. And... Am I missing anything? Mm-mm. We just got the two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you have, you know, if you start listening to us and you have requests of things or you have listener stories, whatever you want to do, then you can email us at murders at gmail.com. Yeah. And, yeah. and I listened to A Million Murders myself. We were just talking about some of the episodes. I was literally listening to an episode on the way over here. So definitely make sure you go check them out. They're two crazy kooky girls Aww. from Kentucky just being besties and Ooh. talking about spooky shit. Yes. Um, as for me, guys, you guys know that you can find me over at Crime or Reason with my bestie, Kaylin. And for this podcast, Drunk with Horror, you can find us on all of our social medias, at drunk with horror you can email us at drunk with horror at gmail.com with any request or anything that you have listen to us on any of your platforms make sure that you're leaving reviews comments let me know how i'm doing let me know how bad or good i'm doing what you would like to see we really appreciate it other than that thank you guys so 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 much for coming and uh we hope to see you soon yay love being here For everybody else, thank you guys so much for listening today, and we'll be seeing you on the next week's episode, and don't forget to always stay drunk with horror.